You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AEW Dark Elevation starts with 2.0. The former Ever Rise defeated Duke Davis and Gannon Jones. Jeff Parker pinning Jones after the two for the show. Diamante defeated Julia Hart after distracting the referee. She pulls out the tel- uh, turnbuckle pad only for her to go to the other side and pull a chain out of another turnbuckle and punching Hart for the win. Diamante keeps attacking Julia after the match until Big Swole runs out and starts brawling with Diamante as this feud continues. Joey Janela, the recently turned heel or I guess single now that he broke up with Sunny Kiss, defeated Allen Five Angels by cheating a little bit by pulling the trunks with a cradle. Shivani and Paul White played up the fact that the Dark Order was arguing a little bit on the outside and having some internal conflict. Um, just prediction here. I think the former Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, might eventually show his face in AEW and help patch things up with the Dark Order with his connection there. Hika Rashida defeated the debut in Kira Hogan with the Falcon Arrow. Uh, Kira didn't get an entrance. Um, she was treated like just any other enhancement talent here. Um, you know, no fanfare, no real big deal. I think she should be treated a little bit better. I mean, she's coming off of Impact as a former Impact Knockout Tag Team Champions, and obviously she's been wrestling for a while. She's probably one of the top free agents out there in the women's division. So hopefully, um, once they sign her or work more with her, we'll see a little bit better treatment of Kira Hogan. Lance Archer defeated the debut in Reggie Collins very easily here with the Blackout. Thunder Rosa defeated Ray Lynn with the Thunder Driver. Pac defeated Anthony Bowens by submission with the Brutalizer. After teasing a crowd, going up to the top turnbuckle, saying he's going to do the Black Arrow, and then he doesn't do it. But Bowens hung in this match throughout, and it should be noted that Bowens came out without Matt Caster, without the Acclaim uh, entrance or theme music, um, just kind of generic here. Not sure if this is temporary until we find out what's going on with Max Caster, but if you've been following his social media, uh, he's been trolling pretty hard by liking every WWE post there is. And uh, even, what, selling his gear on eBay he put up at one point. So, not sure if it's trolling or if it's legit, but knowing Mass Caster is probably trolling. Brian Cage defeated Joe Keys with the drill claw in minutes. Eddie Kingston, the entire time on commentary, was having trouble with his chair and his headset. Made it pretty comedic. 
Sammy Guevara defeated Serpentico with the GTH. Uh, WCW's Mark Madden was shown at ringside, and Kingston tried to say that he didn't know who it was, and then he's like, oh yeah, he's a guy who used to rip off Joey Styles. So obviously, Eddie used to watch uh, ECW and not WCW growing up. Sammy looking smooth as ever here, but as he's leaving, Sean Spears comes down and attacks him. Tully Blanchard hands Sammy, uh, hands Sean Spears a chair, and Sean Spears lands a DVD on top of it to Sammy setting up their match for Dynamite. Jade Cargill defeated the debuting Katie Arquette. Katie's a hometown wrestler here, so she gets a good reaction and a little chant. But Jade destroys her in about a minute with the Jaded. And the main event, the Lucha Brothers defeated the Hybrid 2. Penta gets the pin on Evans after the Fear Factor double stomp combo. Really good main event here for both teams. Tuesday's AEW Dark 2.0 again. Getting those wins racked up before their match with Darby and Sting. Defeated the team of Sam Adams and Siler Andrews. Matt Lee this time gets the pin on Andrews after the two for the show. Ty Conti defeated the debut in Rebecca Scott very easily with the DD tie. Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson defeated Joey Keys and Spencer Slade. Uh, Thunder Rosa was on commentary for this match, and Anderson gets the pin on Keys after the DDT. Matt Hardy defeated Wheeler Utah. But the finish came when Matt Hardy was pretty much lying to the ref, saying that his ankle was broken. And as this is going on, Private Party distracts the referee. Matt Hardy takes his boot off, and he hits Utah with it, uh, cheating to get the win. And after the match, Hardy and the party, the Hardy family office, Keep attacking Yuta and Chuck Taylor, who was there on ringside, until Orange Cassidy comes out for the save and the big pop. Penelope Ford defeated Masha Slamovich, making her debut by submission. Uh, Masha has, def- she's wrestled in Impact, Beyond Wrestling, plenty of other indies. You probably heard of her before. Uh, after the match, Penelope keeps attacking Slamovich until Thunder Rosa, who was on commentary, and throughout the match complimenting Slamovich, comes out for the save. Chris Statlander defeated Kira Hogan easily with the Big Bang Theory. Again, Kira here treated like an enhancement talent. Death Triangle in a trios match defeated Chaos Project and Cole Carter. Uh, during the match, Andrade and Chavo just randomly come out to try to distract Pac and then leave. Nothing really happens. But Penta does get the pin on Carter after the Fear Factor. Nyla Rose defeated Tina San Antonio, making her debut. San Antonio is a 12-year indie veteran. Uh, she's wrestled in Shine amongst other wrestling federations. And she gets destroyed in seconds with the Beast Bomb. After the match, Vicky Guerrero cuts a promo saying that pretty much they're going after whoever is the women's champion. Dark Orders, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and 10 defeated Andrew Palace, Bill Collier, and RSP, Ricky Shane Page. Great showing from Dark Order here with 10 making Palace pass out with the full Nelson. Frankie Kazarian defeated Brandon Cutler. Okay, this match was not good, and the crowd pretty much let them know. Cutler comes out in his comedy bit wearing his uh, track suit, his face mask with uh, MT Nakazawa by his side, and he's just dancing throughout the match, just doing these weird dancing movements that only Brandon Cutler could do. And the finish comes when Cutler couldn't control the cold spray that Nakazawa handed to him, so he turns it and sprays it in his own face, and then he falls right into the cross-face chicken wing. I wish I could make this match up, but I didn't. Uh, Jurassic Express and Varsity Blondes defeated the Wingmen in an eight-man match. A real fun, fast-moving match here. Jungle Boy gets the win on Ryan Nemeth with the snare trap submission. In the main event, the one that a lot of people were looking forward to, Dante Martin defeated the debuting Lee Moriarty, Pittsburgh's own, who gets a huge reaction here in his AEW debut. Huge indie star. I'm pretty sure you've seen his work. If you haven't, please check it out. He's everywhere from GCW, MLW. He's out there. Very good match here. Very fast. Both uh, men pretty much get in their shit in, and Martin gets the pin with the sunset flip. These two are two future stars of wrestling here, guaranteed. 
NWA Power, the Champion Series finale and also the season finale that aired last Wednesday. A little bit delayed for this. We have Camille and Austin Idol's team versus Pulp and Velvet Sky's team and a best of three for the finals. Trevor Murdoch defeated Tom Latimer with the bulldog off the top rope, giving Pope and Sky a point. Mems defeated Jax Danes with a roll-up after Dane crashed into the post, giving Camille and Idol a point. And Nick Aldis and Chris Adonis in the tag team match defeated Jeremiah Plunkett and the debuting Sean Davari. Uh, Aldis and Adonis were finished talking trash about Plunkett, who said he recruited Davari and old he recruited Davari, who's an old roommate of Nick Aldis. And if uh, Davari and Plunkett win this match, Davari gets a future NWA title shot with Aldis. But this didn't happen as Aldis made Plunkett tap out to the Cloverleaf while Adonis has Davari outside of the Master Lock. And the main event, the finals of the Champion Series, Colby Carino defeated Sal Renaro after using brass knuckles when Renaro didn't want to use a chair making Velvet and Pope the winners of the Champion Series. So Pope, Velvet Sky, Trevor Murdoch, Genocide, Jack Staines, The Mask Man, and Colby Carino, they can all get title shots anytime, anyplace. NXT UK. Wolfgang defeated Flash Morgan Webster with a big spear after putting his knees up to stop Webster jumping off the top rope. Siskala announces on August 26th we get Joe Coffey versus Rampage Brown in a knockout submission match. Mark Andrews and Danny Luna are backstage talking about the match that Webster just had until they get interrupted by Isla Dawn, who's just pretty much walking around Luna acting a little bit weird. Mustache Mountain cut a promo saying they will win the NXT UK titles. Uh, that way, Bay is a Grand Slam champion and Trent Seven can win his first title in NXT UK. Siskala tells Ginny that she'll be fighting Aoife Valkyrie in a no-DQ match in two weeks with Joseph Connors locked in a shark cage, and he's not too happy about that. Amel defeated Nina Samuels with the Heartbreaker. They show footage of Symbiosis upset that they lost two weeks ago, and they get interrupted by Saxon Huxley, who's screaming, better luck next time, better luck next time, and Eddie Dennis takes offense to this. Michael Sotomayor announces that Stevie Turner has stepped up, and therefore she will defend her title and teach her a lesson. Pretty Deadly cut a promo on Mustache Mountain, but it should be noted that they're in the WWE warehouse, so I guess this could be a sign that maybe they're going to make their way over stateside soon. And the first match of the first round of the Heritage Cup number one contenders tournament, Noam Dar defeated Mark Andrews. Tioman and Rohan Raja come out at one point during round three to watch. Dar puts Andrews in the champagne super knee bar on Andrews. Injured knee at the end of round three for the first fall. Dar tries to ankle lock in round four, but Andrews rolls him up for the second fall. And Dar gets the third fall end to win, hitting the Nova Roller after a low blow to Dar to advance to the tournament and fight the winner of Kenny Williams and Oliver Carter. WWE 205 Live. Grayson Waller defeated Ikaminjiro with the curb stomp, ending his losing streak. And Josh Briggs defeated Joe Gacy with the huge lariat. So obviously a lot of these guys they're using now are not 205 and under, but it's slim pickings with the roster, unfortunately. So it looks like we might be seeing a lot more non-cruiserweight types on this show. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. This was the day before resurgence, so it was their go-home show. Barrett Brown defeated Willie Utah after Mysterio comes in on the taxi Utah while Rob Bateman is distracting the referee. Hikaleo defeated Fred Yehai with the T-bomb. Hikaleo after said that he wanted more of a challenge, and out comes Juice Robinson to set up the match that they had on Resurgence. And Leo Rush and Carl Fredericks teamed up to defeat Tom Lawler and Danny Limelight of Team Filthy, with Rush pinning Limelight after the rush hour. Ring of Honor, Max D. Impaler defeated Hollywood with the backbreaker to advance to fight Angelina Love in the women's tournament. And the main event was Champions vs. All-Stars as the Briscoes, EC3, Flip Gordon, Josh Woods defeated Bandito, Dragon Lee, Jonathan Gresham, Chris Dickinson, and Homicide. Gordon pins Homicide after a Paul Orndorff-like pile driver, and the All-Stars beat the Champions. On WWE Main Event, some NXT familiar faces here as Aaliyah defeated Dakota Kai with this very weird-looking DDT. Uh, they both pretty much played a 
being baby faces in, in this match as well. And Odyssey Jones defeated Austin Theory with a huge frog splash from the second rope. The WWE Network editions of the week was Progress Chapter 117, where, where Giselle Shaw won a triple threat match to become the new women's champion after Kanji had to forfeit due to injury. We got another episode of ICW Fight Club, as well as eight episodes of WWE Superstars from 1994. A uh, quick recap here. I actually attended the Northeast Wrestling Show, WrestleFest 25 up in Poughkeepsie, New York at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center. It was a pretty interesting show. We actually had a lot of AEW talent there, uh, some wrestling, some not wrestling. I know there was some meet and greets there with Darby Allen and Paul White. Uh, Cody Rhodes was there, and actually Cody Rhodes started the show by kind of um, welcoming the crowd and saying that Northeast Wrestling worked a lot with his father, Dusty, and it's special for them to be here. So it should be noted that maybe we're going to see a lot more of AEW talent working with Northeast Wrestling, similar to how WWE worked with Evolve. But we had here the private party, um, in action. We had uh, Ty Conti actually made a match here fighting Megan Bain. We had Eddie Kingston. We had uh, Matt Hardy. Um, Jerry Lawler actually had a match against Enzo. <laughs> it was a casket match. It really wasn't that good. Um, it was about four minutes or so. You know, Enzo doing his whole spiel and they had a casket and everything and uh, Jerry Lawler took him out and put him in the casket. But the main event was actually pretty interesting here. Sammy Guevara versus Fuego Do Sol. Now this comes one day after Fuego Do Sol had his um, contract offered in AEW. So it was a pretty cool match here. Um, you know, them kind of showing obviously their best friends and they were showing a lot of affection towards each other but fuego tried to still sneak in and get the win but he doesn't here uh it was a good show uh definitely check it out if you have a chance to see any northeast wrestling in your area uh some quick plugs here so we have a brand new show that me and b detroit started uh every monday afternoon we're going to be doing turning heels which is basically covering the new show on stars starring Stephen amell uh, running a wrestling federation out in Georgia. Uh, check it out. If you haven't seen the show, uh, if, or even if you had, this is a good companion piece to kind of listen along with it. We'll be doing this every week for the eight episodes for this season. Um, this Saturday, we have the tailgate for up next summer before the SummerSlam watch along. And then on Sunday itself, before summer, before takeover 36, we have the up next summer event where I will be facing Davey Portman in a rap battle. Uh, yes, you heard that correctly. And people were like, oh, wow, Davey, what a promo that he cut. Um, well, yeah, he's like a little dog with a big bark. What do you expect? I'm just going to not really say much and just show up and uh, destroy him with rap bars while um, Davey watches 8 Mile over and over again trying to pretend that he's Eminem. Um, yeah, I just want to apologize in advance for destroying your short-lived rap career. And... Um, yeah, stay tuned for that, I guess. And of course, Fire Frank, um, if you hear this, um, text me, message me. We still got to cut a promo for, uh, for the match against Braden Harrington. So hopefully, um, you can do that. If not, I'll see you guys at up next summer and I'll see you here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. 
hard to recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.